special live broadcast about Secure 2.0 and the changes for your IRA and 401k in 2023. This is also a special Directed IRA podcast episode. So I'm going to break down what happened in Secure 2.0. Secure 2.0 was a retirement law that was included in the budget bill that passed at the end of 2022, a little over a month ago. Some of this stuff is finally getting into the workings of government right now. Some of it is already effective and in place now. Some of it goes into effect in future years. We're going to be breaking that down. Now, today there is so much to talk about. I've already got some questions that people have sent in that I'm going to cover. So if you've got some questions and you're here live, pose those. Tristan's here in the studio with me. He's going to be pulling any live questions we get. But I do have a lot that have been that have came in through the podcast and also on social media. Now, I want to hit four categories. There's four categories of changes in the retirement plan laws that are going to take effect in 2023 or in the next couple of years. The first, and I'm going to go over these separately here, but I'm going to go over the four of them right now. Rothification, more Roth dollars. I'm going to get into what that means for you, but bottom line is government's giving us more Roth dollars. Second, auto enrollment in 401ks. Our government wants to incentivize companies to auto-enroll their employees. So you may be an employee, maybe you're a business owner. How's that going to affect you? Next, tax credits. Any of you small business owners that don't have a 401k plan yet, there's the most generous tax credits ever to start one now. And then fourth, what they're trying to do for employees is make it easier to get employer matching contributions. I'll go into that and some of the tools they're providing there. Now, there's a lot that's in this bill. Some of it's great stuff for you. Some of it doesn't matter. The good news is about Secure 2.0 is they were not taking anything away. They're not changing the game. They're not giving us tools, taking away tools that we used to use in the past. Instead, what they've done is they've expanded things. That's why I'm I'm really a fan of Secure 2.0. It's giving us more stuff. Now, for you, it might not matter, but for someone else, it matters. And the fact of the matter is there's $35 trillion in retirement accounts in the U.S. Most people are relying on their retirement account to get them through retirement so they have a retirement they can look forward to and enjoy. So this stuff is really, really important. Everyone's got to know it, particularly if you own a business. Okay, let's talk about Rothification first. There's three areas where we get Rothification, and by Rothification, I mean more Roth dollars. We love Roth dollars here at Directed IRA. Of course, many of you know with the Roth account, you put your money in, you don't get a tax deduction, but it grows and comes out tax-free. Well, Why is Roth so cool? Tax-free on the way out. When I hit retirement and I'm pulling this large amount of money, hopefully I've grown my account to, all this harvest I've taken from all these little seeds I've put in, I don't pay any tax on the way out. We love that. That's awesome. Well, it turns out the government loves it too. Why does the government love it? Because the only other thing you have is a traditional account where you get a tax deduction. Well, if I get a tax deduction now, that means I'm paying less tax to the government right now. That means our Congress has less tax dollars to spend in their budget. So they love Roth because it puts more budget in Congress today. It's a win for us because we like Roth because it's great for the long haul. Win for the Congress now because they get more of our money to spend. So it's a win-win that they're doing more Roth dollars. But there is a reality of it. Government loves it because they get more tax revenue. Let's be honest. Okay, but for you, you can have this tax-free bucket of money growing, coming out tax-free later in retirement. Okay, here's what's happening. Any of you that have a 401k or any of you solo 401k owners, the employer match can be Roth now. Prior to this law in 2022 and before, 
you could do Roth dollars as an employee contribution, but the company match had to be traditional. Well, I can put in 2023 up to $66,000 in a 401k as total contributions. Before this law, though, I could only do 22,000 of that as Roth. Now, the whole 66,000, particularly you solo K owners, that could be Roth dollars from the get-go. Now, for any of you that have a day job, you know, you maybe got the Dunder Mifflin 401k or whatever, you know, that 401k or wherever you work, you get a pick. You're likely it's going to take some of these employers a while to pick up on these rules and give you these options. But you're going to pick, hey, do I want traditional dollars for the match or do I want Roth dollars? Okay, so that's first is the employer match now can be Roth dollars, more Roth money out there for us. Now, you can still do traditional if you want. Um, and actually, for high-income earners, if you're making over about 145000 or more, this is at the individual level, not married, even if you are married, but 145 or more, you actually have to do Roth on some of this stuff on matching and some of these catch-up contributions I'll talk about in a moment too. But, um, okay, employer match on the 401k is allowed to be Roth. Second, simple Roth IRAs and SEP Roth IRAs. Simple and SEP IRAs prior to 2022 had to be traditional dollars. You took a tax deduction and it grew and the money came out tax-free. Now you can have a Roth SEP IRA. You can have a Roth simple IRA. This is revolutionary in terms of our industry. It's one of the knocks we've had on SEPs for years. Cool. It's great if you want tax deductions now, but if you're growing this account for the long haul, any of you self-employed people that use SEPs, we love the Roth in general. And a lot of people gravitate towards the Roth that's now going to be an option. We're going to be having it here at Directed IRA, waiting for the IRS to issue regs on that so we can have forms and docs for it. But those are, those are two that are in process right now. And in fact, the, the SEP IRA, you can do Roth in 2022. That provision took effect in like December 29th of 2022. And the code specifically said, effective now. Well, some of you with SEP IRAs don't contribute until your tax return deadline of April 15th if you're a sole proprietorship or maybe March 15th for U.S. corporations. So it's possible to actually do a 2022 Roth SEP IRA contribution. Now, we're going to have to figure out how to do it here at Directed IRA. You're going to be a pioneer if you want to do one, um, but I'd love it if someone wants to do it. We'll figure it out for you. So, um, okay. Simple um, IRAs, generally, we didn't love them for clients. We said just do a 401k plan. Simple IRAs are generally if you have employees and you don't want to do a full-blown 401k, you can do what's called a simple IRA for yourself as business owner and also your employees. Well, they used to always be traditional. Now they can be traditional or Roth. You get a pick and you can do a combination of the two. So that's going to be a huge improvement, make simple IRAs much more um, attractive to any of you small business owners out there. Okay, so that's Rothification. We've got SEP and simple Roth IRA accounts. This is now in effect now. We also have employer matching on your 401k, whether it's your day job 401k or whether you have a solo 401k, you can do immediate Roth contribution dollars. Now, how this is going to get reported for any of you tax professionals out there, it's a little tricky on how this works from a tax standpoint, right? So let's say, um, sorry, I'm going to throw that out of the way there. Let's say any of you are making Roth contributions right now on an employer plan Usually, you would contribute traditional dollars, and that would go as an expense, retirement, employee retirement contribution expense on, let's say, your S-corporation, your 1120S tax return, and you expense that. Well, now, 
when you make a Roth contribution, the company's probably going to expense it and the employee is going to pick it up as income on their W-2. So there's going to be some process we got to figure out there on how this is going to work. IRS is really working right now to get guidelines out on this. Retirement plan industry is dying for it. Um, but so we're going to get guidance, but this is in effect now. We'll figure out how it's going to work in 2023 um, in terms of how it's getting reported on the tax returns and on W-2s, but it's out there. You can start doing it now. Okay. Now let's talk about auto enrollment for 401ks. Now this really is if you work at a company um, or you own a business that has a 401k, essentially what they're doing is for new 401k plans that are started from here on out, auto enrollment is going to be required. So once an employee qualifies for the 401k, you auto enroll them. They have to opt out. This is a change in provision. The policy reasons behind this is if people are forced to save, they do save. If you make them have to opt in, which is currently how the system works, hey, I'm eligible for my 401k employer. Hey, sign me up. Well, the fact of the matter is people are lazy and they don't do that. And so they forget to sign up and then they don't save. And then at the end of the day, they don't have a 401k or retirement plan that they can actually retire on. Well, this auto enrollment is a big feature the government's pushing. So it's going to force people in and then they have to opt out. Okay. This is what's going to be happening for new 401k plans that are being adopted. It's called auto enrollment. So expect to be seeing that any of you small business owners setting up a 401k or any of you people working at a job that has a 401k, you may be auto enrolled. So, <laughs> which is a good thing. You should be saving in a retirement account. Now, some people, it doesn't work for your budget. You're like, I can't afford to save right now for retirement. I got other things. I'm paying off student loans. I'm buying a house. I got a side hustle, whatever. Get it. You can opt out. Okay. You just got to sign the form to opt out. Okay. Next thing, tax credits. The government's throwing tax credits at us right now. So right now, the biggest tax credits to set up a 401k are out there. For So for any of you small business owners, you can do a 401k now for yourself. Now, by the way, for solo 401ks, you don't get the tax credit. You have to have other employees that, that qualify here that are not business owners um, in order to get this credit. But it's up to five grand. It's in effect now. It counts if you set it up here in 2023. This only applies to businesses with, with less than 50 employees. So if you're already a larger company over 50 employees, setting up a 401k, this tax credit is not going to work for you. But for small business, those under 50 employees, um, tax credits are available. It's up to 5K, which will include cover all of your costs really to set up the 401K. All right, next provision in here. This is really for people that are participating at a company 401K. They're doing a couple things here. Some of them will affect you with solo Ks, but most of this affects those that work at a company that has a 401K or people with bigger businesses. Student loan payments can qualify you for the match. See, in most 401ks, you work, you have work for Coca-Cola. I don't know. You work at Dunder Mifflin, whatever. Company's 401k plan. You're an employee, okay? You're Jim Halpert, okay? You enroll in the company 401k plan. And you're like, and the company says, hey, we'll put in company matching dollars for you. We'll throw free money in your 401k for you as long as you contribute. And there's certain percentages on how that typically works. And that's the free match. So any of you have that at a company, go get the free match. But what's new in the law now is student loan payments can qualify you for the free match where the company has to put money in the 401k for you. You didn't put money in. You actually paid student loans. Oh, well, that can count 
as if you did make a contribution to now the company you work for has to make a match. So student loan payments can qualify you for the match. That is a new provision. Um, it's been talked about for years. It's kind of a way for younger workers who would otherwise love to be in a retirement and saving and a company would love to match, but they really have to be throwing money at their student loan payments. We've got a student loan crisis going on out there. This is kind of throwing a bone to those those uh, workers, which is a good thing. Again, it gets more money in retirement accounts um, and the companies can match on that. You know, that's a, a company benefit. If you have a 401k, uh, you should be doing anyways. So, okay. So we got the student loan payment. Okay. Here's another one trying to get greater employee engagement and money in to 401ks. Part-time workers now more easily qualify. Typically the rules used to be, you only had to offer your 401k plan to full-time employees. And that used to be like a thousand hours or more a year, which was like about 20 hours a week. So part-time was, you know, pretty squishy even back then. A few years ago, Congress changed the rule and said, nah, if you have a part-time employee that's worked for you for three years, at least 500 hours a year, then they have to be able to enroll in the 401k too. You got to offer the 401k to them and all the matching to them as well. Now in the secure 2.0 that just passed again, this is like six weeks ago, part-time workers qualify for a 401k at two years of employment that they've worked 500 hours or more a year. Okay. So the rule is 500 hours or more, two years. Now that doesn't go into effect until 2025. And this is really important for any of you with solo 401ks. We set up a lot of solo 401ks for clients, have many of them at directed IRA, a lot of self-employed people that have what's called a solo 401k, where it's a 401k just for you. You don't have employees. You're a realtor. You're, you have a consulting business. You're, you're just a small business owner with no employees. It's just you, or maybe you and a spouse. You can have what's called a solo 401k where you contribute money in and you give yourself a generous match from your own business because you're such a great employee. You can put like $66,000 a year into a solo 401k. So that's the option out there for solo 401ks. Now, one of the traditional problems for someone that had a solo 401k was, okay, Matt, I hired my first employee. Okay, you can't do your solo K anymore. You've got to do a regular 401k where you offer it to your employee too. But we used to be able to say, hey, go hire part-time employees. Don't worry about it. Well, now if those part-time employees have worked for you for two years, at least 500 hours, the solo K is not going to work anymore. You're going to need to transition over to a more robust 401k, like a safe harbor that has investment options for your employee um, and an easy way for you to withhold their payroll and put in money, you know, from every paycheck into a 401k, which is, takes some work. It's not the end of the world, but it's not the easy solo 401k where you just got to worry about yourself. So, um, so part-timers, 500 hours and, um, and that's for two years. And so we did have some questions. I want to pull some of the questions we've got from some of the podcast episodes. Um, Lee Richter asked a question, uh, Lee's from Midland, Texas, asked a question about um, the new rule on 401k saying, is the 500 hour or less rule the same for part-time workers? Yes. So that is the new rule um, that I'm referencing here right now is 401ks. They work for you at least 500 hours or more. For two years, you have to allow them into the 401k, which means your solo K is not going to qualify. But remember, this doesn't apply till 2025. So right now you have this three-year window. <laughs> so I know it's a little confusing, but like right now in 2023, 
you know, you've got this three-year window of where part-timers you need to, whether they need to qualify. Full-timers, which is 1,000 hours, about 20 hours a week, there's a one-year window of when they're going to qualify for the 401k, which means you don't get the solo 401k. So, and I know Lee does a solo 401k. All right, let me hit some other things um, that I think are really important here on the rules because there's other things in here that are great. Um, required minimum distributions. So RMD goes up from 72 to 73 in 2023 for IRAs and then and 401ks and then 75 by 2033. So in the next 10 years, any of you that are in your 50s right now, you know, or 60s where you're like, all right, what's my RMD going to be? Don't worry. By the time you hit it, it's going to be, uh, what is it? 75, okay, which is awesome. It used to be, you know, in the 60s. Um, we were at 70 half for a long time and then it was 72. So RMD is going up. Um, you know, we send out RMD notices to hundreds, almost a thousand clients a year where it's like, remember to take your RMD and every, every year there's hundreds that newly qualify. The nice thing for those in that little window here, we're getting that, you're able to kick the can down the road. Now, this is traditional accounts only. So if you have a traditional IRA or traditional 401k, RMD means at eventually at a certain date, now 72, which has gone to 73 now for 2023, at age 73, you have to start pulling money out of your traditional IRA or 401k. Why do we have that? Because the government has given you a tax deduction to put in a traditional retirement account. They let the money grow tax deferred. And now you're finally in your 70s, you're 73, and the government's like, start taking that money out. We want to tax it. <laughs> Right, and because we never got to tax this money, Roth accounts are different. I'm going to come to that in a second. But those traditional IRAs required minimum distributions. That's what RMD is. The government makes you start taking money out. Now, when you hit that age of 73, it's about four percent. So let's say you had a hundred thousand dollar traditional IRA. You hit 73. Well, how much do I have to take out each year? It's about four percent when you hit it. So you got a hundred thousand dollar account. They're going to make you take out four grand that year. Okay, so you take a distribution of four grand. Your IRA custodian, you know, us or whoever it is, is going to send you a 1099 for 4000 bucks. You pick that up on your tax return. You have $4,000 of taxable income from that distribution. Okay. Now, as you get older, the percent starts going up to where, you know, you're in your 80s and it's over 10%. You need to start pulling out of your account. Again, the government wants to start taxing this money, wants you to start drawing out of your traditional IRA or 401k, whether you want to or not. Okay. Now, Make a couple notes here on RMD to make sure everybody understands how this works. One thing that's important on RMD is Roth IRAs are exempt. Also, Roth 401ks are now exempt. Okay. This is huge. This is starting in 2024, by the way. So we got a little year here. Roth IRAs have always been exempt from RMD. And it's been awesome. And, and why? And that makes sense, right? If I have a Roth IRA, I didn't get a tax deduction, put the money in. The money's growing and coming out tax-free at retirement. So IRS, I hit 73. Why do you care if I pull money out of my Roth IRA? It's not taxed. So it was, so there's, so the government was like, yeah, you're right. Just keep your Roth IRA. We don't care. Take it out when you want. We don't get to tax it when you pull it out at 73 or 93. We don't tax it either way. So what's the incentive to the government? Well, Roth 401ks have always had this quirky rule where you actually have to pull it out. You've got to start taking distributions when you hit 73 out of a Roth 401k. Well, that made no sense, right? Because 
It's the same thing like a Roth IRA. I pull it out of the Roth 401k. I don't get a tax deduction, but it made you start depleting the account. So with the Roth 401ks, the cool thing now, starting in 2024, no RMD. So beginning next year, any of you with Roth 401ks, even if you have one right now and you're in RMD, you still got to take it, but you'll kick back to not having to take it starting in 2024. So Roth 401ks, no RMD starting in 2024. This would also apply, by the way, if you have a Roth 403b, any of you that have a 403b account with the you know, we work for a government agency or a nonprofit that has a 403B with Roth accounts. So that's huge. No RMD in Roth accounts. All right. So I'm going to hit some other things here that are going on in the retirement plan space that are important. Two other things. There's a couple things for self-directed accounts I want to talk about that was in the bill here that are really important. So for any of you that self-direct an IRA or 401k, there's a couple other provisions in here that are really important to you. Um, there's some stuff in here that, that, we thought might bite in the bill that's not. So I want to cover that too because I've got some questions already coming in on that. Before I get to the self-directed thing, there's one other big thing I want to talk about. State of California. Any of you that own a business in the state of California, there is now an auto IRA required program you have to offer to your employees if you have five employees or more. Now, California adopted this law maybe three years ago where they said, hey, small business owners in California, if you don't have a 401k, you better offer an auto IRA program where your employees are required to save and you're required to enroll them in the IRA program that starts forcing them to save in a retirement account. Now, again, the policy thing is people need to save in retirement. If you auto enroll them, it means more people will automatically save, force them to opt out. Now, the thing that was kind of a bummer is they pushed this on small business and said, hey, small business, you go deal with this. You go set these up for your employees. You go make these auto IRAs. Now, it first rolled out to be like, yeah, 200 employees or more, you had to do this if you didn't have a 401k. Then it went down to like 100, and then it was 50. Well, now in 2023, it applies if you have five employees or more. If you got one to four, you're okay right now. It's optional. But five employees or more, you have to have a 401k or at least an auto IRA program. Now, a simple, or excuse me, a SEP IRA, Sorry, a simple IRA program could qualify for that. Any 401k program would qualify for that. But for any of you business owners in California, just make sure you're aware of that. You can look it up, auto IRA program. Um, and you may want to just look at doing a 401k, frankly, if you're in that situation. The federal tax credits that I mentioned of five grand will help you bear the cost of that to get it set up. You'll obviously have some ongoing maintenance costs and such, but try to look at it from the big picture. You might not love the government forcing you to set up these programs, but this could be a good benefit for your employees to keep retention. And it is in generally a good benefit that people like to look for in their employer is some type of 401k or retirement program that does help them save for retirement. Okay. Now let me hit two big areas in the bill on self-directing that are important. The first is what's not there. Now we had a provision in this. I actually worked on, there was a prior bill, IRA Preservation Act that went through Congress that got brought into Secure 2.0 that was going to fix the prohibited transaction rule. And what pr the problem is with self-directed IRAs, if you have an IRA that engages in a prohibited transaction, let's say you got a million-dollar account and you have a prohibited transaction where you make a mistake of a $10,000 transaction, well, the government can distribute your entire million-dollar account. You lose the whole account. Now, in 401ks, you'd only lose the 10000 involved, but IRAs have this really nasty penalty if you engage in a prohibited transaction where the whole account gets distributed. Well, the, the prior bills that were 
that were introduced that were part of original secure 2.0 that came out of the house version was going to fix that and say, just penalize the 10,000 involved in the mistake. Don't penalize the whole account. Well, the last minute this got yanked out of the bill at the Senate side, likely we probably know the culprit, unfortunately, but what happened is the resulting bill, the primitive transaction fix is gone. Now they did put something in there on primitive transaction, which is just codifying what's already in the tax court cases, which is, if you have five IRAs, one IRA engages in a prohibited transaction, the other four are not touched. They can't be, you know, the IRS can't force them to be distributed. But the whole account that was involved in the prohibited transaction, that's out. That's distributed. So that was frankly already the law. It's already in my book. That's how the rule works. There's already tax court cases on it. But they clarified that in the tax code, like that was throwing a bone to this issue. So, um, but that's, that's what was in there. Now, there is a good thing that was in there on prohibited transactions, which is um, there's something called employee correction retirement, uh, empl- employee compliance retirement system. Um, I'm saying that wrong here. Ah, here it is. Ah, EPCRS. I knew it wasn't coming out right. <laughs> so, okay, it's EPCRS. It's Employee Plan Compliance Resolution System. What that is is the Department of Labor operates a division of government. The basis is, hey – Employers, if you screw up your 401k plan, just come to us and tell us what you did and we'll let you fix it. Here's the processes we're going to make you go through. It's kind of like a self-report. We didn't know what we were doing or we made a mistake, but we're coming to fix it. And you kind of get this like, you know, immunity, if you would, if you would, on what you did wrong. Well, the cool thing about um, the bill is IRAs now get to participate in this employee plan compliance resolution system. So now if there's an issue with your IRA, you can actually go to this EPCRS system at the DOL and say, hey, I'm going to fix this. I did make a mistake, but give me immunity, so to speak here, you know, um, so I can fix it and move forward. Now, this is in, you know, DOL has to start making their regs and process for this, but this is going to be rolled out to IRAs. Before this, if you had an IRA and you made a mistake in it, you're SOL, you're out of luck. Um, there was no place to go to fix it. The only thing you could do was report it on your tax return that you screwed something up and just bite the bullet, pay the penalty. So the nice thing about this now, as IRAs dominate the retirement plan market, you know, there's 35 trillion in U.S. retirement accounts. You want to know what the largest container segment of that 35 trillion is? IRAs. It used to be 401ks and employer plans. Not anymore. IRAs are the largest piece. So they're finally putting some... Um, framework in to help people with IRAs that make mistakes. Long overdue, but that is a positive thing. I've had over the years, many, many clients that could have benefited from this to fix just a stupid mistake that they made um, without having to go report it and distribute their retirement account and pay a bunch of penalties. So um, EPCRS is coming out, help you fix any issues with your IRA. Now you will have to coordinate with your IRA custodian. So it is something that will have, will require custodian um, processes with. So if you're a directed IRA, we'll help any of you figure out, of course, there'll be fees on that. Um, but we can help fix stuff through that EPCRS in the future. Okay. Um, let me go to some other questions that came in. Um, I don't know if we have any live questions yet, but I had a question on, um, SEP IRAs come in and, um, when you can, when you can still make 2022 contributions. So the, the Rothification I talked about earlier for SEP IRAs and, um, simple, IRAs where you can do Roth accounts, the the code specifically said 
Those are in effect as of the date of the statute when it passed. Well, that passed on December 29th. Because you can still make SEP IRA contributions, you can still you can actually do a 2022 Roth SEP IRA contribution right now. Still waiting for guidance on how that happens, which will probably be around hopefully by March 15th or April 15th when their deadline will be to to make that contribution. Now, of course, you can extend that deadline. So if you have a SEP IRA, if you file a tax uh, extension, extending your company return, whether that's your S Corp 1120S in March or your uh, sole proprietorship schedule C on your just your personal return on April 15th, you can extend that out to September 15th or October 15th. And you'd still have time to make this Roth SEP IRA contribution. Um, Employer matching dollars, of course, on uh, for any of you with solo 401ks, um, same thing where you can start making that contribution of Roth now. And same thing, those employer contributions aren't due until March 15th, April 15th. Again, also six-month extension available there. So that's cool. We might even see some Roth um, contributions coming in for 2022. Okay, let me hit um, a couple other uh, tips here. Um, on your IRA contributions right now. So I want to hit one tip that I think is really important right now in this window from January to April 15th. You can still make 2022 IRA contributions up until April 15th. You can also make your 2023 contributions right now. So for those of you that never contributed for 2022, or maybe you have a spouse that didn't contribute to an IRA in 2022, you can contribute right now for 2022. That's 6,000 bucks. And then for 2023, you can tri- contribute the $6,500 contribution amount. So you could be putting $12,500 in right now into an IRA. You're ba- able to make double contributions right now because you still have the 2022 contribution allowance and you can make your 2023 contribution. Now, why that is really important is the backdoor Roth. Okay, let me hit that right now. We're doing a lot of backdoor Roth IRAs right now. The good news is Secure 2.0 did not kick out the backdoor Roth IRA. Instead, what happened was it's still there. We still have it, okay? You can still do the backdoor Roth IRA. Now, what the backdoor Roth IRA is, if you are high income, basically the Roth IRA rules say you cannot make a direct contribution into a Roth IRA. And high income is like 150 grand or so for, for you single and double that if you're married. Well, a lot of people fall into that bracket that want to contribute and save for retirement that are just shut out from doing a Roth IRA. Well, you can still do a Roth IRA. You just got to do the backdoor method. Okay, this is tried and true. You can do it at directed IRA. You can do it at Fidelity. You could do it wherever. The, the backdoor Roth IRA is an established um, strategy, even though it has a somewhat of a salacious label to it. Okay, but trust me, it's a legit strategy. Okay, here's how it works. You set up a traditional IRA and you make a non-deductible contribution. Well, you may phase out for income on a deductible contribution anyways. Don't worry about that. You make a traditional non-deductible contribution, and then you convert it over to Roth. See, there used to be rules that said high-income people couldn't convert their dollars to Roth, but that restriction got removed like seven or eight years ago. So you can still, right now, do this non-deductible traditional contribution for 2022. Also, throw in 2023. That's 12500 bucks that you could be doing right now to do the backdoor Roth IRA that you could do for yourself um, or your spouse or both of you. You know, a married couple right now could be doing, geez, you'd be in $25,000 in the backdoor Roth. 
Now, the backdoor Roth still works even if you have a 401k that you've maxed out at work, even if you have a solo K that you've maxed out, even if you're high income, okay? Now, the one area, and this is one of the questions that came in, is about converting traditional dollars. So, yes, if you have existing traditional IRA dollars, you have to convert those dollars to Roth. So let me give an example. If I have a traditional IRA with hundred grand and I want to do the backdoor Roth, the IRS actually makes you pro rata convert this stuff. In practice, that's a little confusing. What it means is you've got to convert that traditional IRA too. And so because of that, it kind of becomes a pain convert the traditional IRA first, then you can start doing the backdoor Roth. So in some ways that's clunky because people don't want to convert their traditional IRAs. I'm going to have to take $100,000 into tax right now. I get it. We may not want to do that, you know, and pay the tax now. But if you want to do the backdoor Roth IRA, any traditional IRAs, which would include SEP IRAs, have to be converted to Roth first before you do the backdoor Roth. Now, if you have traditional 401k dollars, don't worry about it. Even if you can move a traditional IRA into a traditional 401k, which we've had lots of clients do with their solo Ks, you can do that. And the solo 401ks or your day job 401k, that can have traditional dollars all day long, doesn't affect the backdoor Roth IRA strategy. Okay, so, all right, so that's the backdoor Roth IRA. Be thinking of that as a strategy for 2023, where you can still get in 2022 contributions and 2023 contributions. And again, that's 12500 by getting 6000 and 6500 Okay, the last item to highlight um, is um, we're getting bigger catch-up contributions. So right now for 401k plans um, in particular, if you're 50 or older, you get to put an extra 6500 bucks into the 401k. Um, for IRAs, you get to throw an extra $1,000 in a year if you're 50 or older. Well, starting in 2025, from ages 60 to 63, like this four-year window, I don't know why they did this, but it's in there now, and it's good for any of you that are close to this age, pay attention. You're actually going to be able to put $10,000 a year in as an extra contribution. That's huge. I mean, that's, that's you know, going from 65, what is that, 3,500 a year, that's 14 grand extra in contributions you get to do over that little four-year window. So that's the extra catch-up contribution. Now, with these, what they call catch-up contributions for those 50 and older, they're going to require these be Roth dollars if you are high income, all right? Now, this is, again, starting in 2025, but Roth dollars, um, if, and this is if you're making over 145000 This is individually based, not if you're married. Even if you are married filing joints, individually, do you make 145 or more? If you do, then your catch-up has to be in Roth dollars. So, but that's cool that you could even do Roth dollars in the first place on the ketchup. All right, so let me summarize here what we got. And I'll see if we have any questions, but I'm gonna summarize where we're at. Rothification, we have Roth IRAs, simple IRAs, and employer matching that can be Roth dollars. That's awesome. It's gonna put more Roth dollars and options for you in the system. And if you're like, ah, Matt, I don't care. I want traditional contributions. Cool, those are still there too. Auto enrollment for 401ks, any of you that have a day job, um, or the own a business that's starting a new 401k, auto enrollment is going to be the way it works where employees are automatically enrolled once eligible. They have to opt out rather than them having to opt in and enroll in. Tax credits for 401ks, 5000 bucks. 
This is one of the largest tax credits you can get. It works for small businesses starting new 401ks now. As long as you have less than 50 employees, maximum credit up to $5,000. And that's a tax credit, not a tax deduction, a tax credit, which offsets federal tax owed, much more valuable than a deduction. Um, it's easier for your employees to qualify for a 401k. For some of you that may be part-time employees, that's great for you. Remember right now it's 500 hours. If you've worked for an employer two years, this is starting in 2024. Um, but, uh, is it 2024? Yeah, 2024. Um, and for any of you that have solo 401ks, be careful with your part-time employees. Now 500 hours qualifies them that are working for you for up to two years, but you do have a couple years, um, beginning in 2025, 2024 being the last year where you need to worry about that. Um, some of the other things about student loan payments, qualifying you for an employer match is nice. RMD getting stretched out to 73 now and up to 75 by 2033. Remember no RMD for Roth 401ks. That might actually be my favorite one of all. No RMD for Roth 401ks. It just makes sense. It's what it should have been from the beginning. No RMD Roth 401ks. We had so many clients that are having to roll out their Roth 401k to a Roth IRA because they didn't want to take RMD, but they might have been in a solo 401k or Roth account, 401k account that they loved. And it just kind of made some nonsense. It was kind of jumping around to, to comply with the rules and avoid distributions, but um, no RMD for Roth 401ks. Remember that starts in 2024. So any of you in RMD with Roth 401ks, you still got to worry about it here for 2023. Um, Lots more to say here on this stuff, but um, remember, we're going to be coming back live here more often, um, grabbing questions from the podcast, from the chat. Um, so get into the directedira.com slash podcast. We have an open forum episode where we're going to be covering your questions. I've got a lot of questions in here already for our next open forum on self-directing, on Roth IRA versus IUL, on UBIT and UDFI, on solo 401k investments, on after tax money in a Roth and rolling to a Roth IRA in the five-year rule. I mean, all this stuff will be hitting. So uh, make sure you're getting over your questions. We'll hit that on the next open forum. Wanted to focus today just on Secure 2.0 and the changes that are coming specifically for 2023 and forward. Thanks for being here. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel at Matt Sorensen. You'll get notices when we're going live um, and we'll be answering your questions here, helping you better take control of your retirement. Thanks everyone. 